Hello and welcome to the But Mostly Eating podcast, a podcast all about food, health, wellness, and everything in between. My name is Tori and I am a holistic health coach focused on food freedom, intuition, and body image. I am so glad you're here. I hope you enjoy this episode and let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the But Mostly Eating podcast. My name is Tori. Great to have you here. Hope you're having a great week. It's been a while since we last talked. I was in Atlanta visiting family, then moving up to D.C. Not me moving up to D.C. I was with my sister as she moved up to D.C. Then I visited a friend in New York, and then, frankly, I was behind. And being behind is a limiting belief because time is just a construct, but I honestly felt like I had so much to catch up on that the podcast fell to the wayside. And then I got distracted last week. I'm going to be totally honest. I totally intended to release an episode on Friday. Got distracted. Never recorded it. Here we are. Said I would release this one Monday. It's technically Monday, so we'll see if I get it up this week or if I get it up next week or on Tuesday. I don't know. I'm going to leave this all in so you know my train of thought right now. (laughs) But I know I've been kind of all over the place with my podcasting schedule, but I am back in LA. I have no plans for travel in the future um, few months, so... I do have plans for travel in the future, just not in the next few months. Um, So I think I am actually going to change the schedule once again. You know, my podcast episodes originally were on Thursday, then they were on Friday for a hot sec, and now I think I'm going to release them on Mondays um, so that they can be kind of an an intention or an intention-setting podcast opportunity for you to listen to so that you can have something to think on and meditate on and call into your life as the week goes on. So with all that said, I'm just going to jump right into today's topic because today's topic is a little controversial. It's all about being selfish and what that means, how we can own our selfishness, and how I believe that selfishness is the key to happiness. So again, let's just jump right in. I think that we have demonized the word selfish in our society and I want to be clear that when I talk about being selfish and when I talk about what it means to be selfish, I am not talking about the kind of selfish that's stealing money from your family members or knocking other people down or doing anything that harms anyone else in another way. I'm talking about prioritizing yourself. I'm talking about putting yourself first, meeting your own needs, and answering to yourself before answering to anyone else. You know, this idea of the oxygen mask, adjusting your oxygen mask first before you can adjust the oxygen mask on anyone else. So, again, I think that we have decided as a society to see selfishness as a bad thing and and being selfish as a bad word and like a name-calling kind of thing, but... Again, at at the root of it, selfishness actually reflects the idea of pursuing your own happiness and prioritizing that self-care, which honestly is a pretty good thing, right? We all should strive for that level. And many of us drain ourselves by trying to please others and gain their acceptance before accepting ourselves. And we can't really ever gain the acceptance of others when you have not accepted yourself, when you are still priority number two. So, The question is, can you find joy in considering yourself first before seeking the approval and contentment of others? 
And doing that does not make you a bad person. It does not make you a mean person. It does not make you an undeserving person. It just makes you more complete and prepared to face the world and give it the best of what you can give. So here are just a few reasons why being selfish is actually not a bad thing at all and how the world would actually be a better place if more people were more selfish. So... When you're selfish, you are your greatest protector. You know, no one can look out for you in the same way that you can look out for yourself. When you put yourself first and you realize what you need and what you value and what you want, you are better able to protect yourself. You're better able to protect your feelings, your desires, your relationships, and your value because you're answering to you first. Then, selfishness is also good because you can't blame others. You have to take responsibility for yourself. And this idea of taking responsibility for yourself is so important when we think about our health. You know, we have to take responsibility for our health, for our life, for the actions that got us to where we are, for the decisions that we've made. We have to take responsibility for them. And when you're selfish and you're putting yourself first, you are taking responsibility for yourself in a way that you have never experienced before and it's really, really beautiful. Then being selfish focuses you on quality over quantity. You know, being selfish streamlines your options, right? At the end of the day, the more selfish you are, the better that you put yourself first, the more you meet your own needs is gonna get rid of the people in your life who think that that's a waste of time. And do you really wanna be friends with someone who thinks that prioritizing you and your needs is a waste of time? I hope not, but if you do, I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Being selfish streamlines your options to the ones that best serve you because the ones who don't are going to leave your life. They are going to see you living your best life. They're going to see you being happy. They're going to see you prioritizing yourself and not them, and they're going to get mad and they're going to walk away. And that is ultimately a good thing. So focusing on quality over quantity, even if that means having less overall. Then it will also increase your perceptive powers because you're able to take action on what works best for you because you're able to better listen to your body and to better trust your intuition because you're not questioning them. You're not questioning whether it's good for you because you know it's good for you. You're not questioning whether or not it will affect other people because you're focused on whether or not it will benefit you and your life. Being selfish will also improve your self-worth because it's just you, yourself, and I at the end of the day. You, yourself, and I. That didn't make sense. It is just you and you alone, me, myself, and I kind of attitude. And being selfish and prioritizing yourself and being alone in this selfishness will cause you to appreciate and value yourself more. You know, this idea of taking responsibility for yourself seems really, really scary, but it actually leads to a better appreciation of you, your decision-making process, and the path that you have been led down by you and by your choices. And finally, being selfish makes you healthier because trying to please other people constantly, even when it doesn't please you, can lead to frustration, disappointment, and honestly, just unnecessary stress in every area of your life because it is impossible to make everyone happy. And when you place other people's wishes and needs ahead of your own, it puts a block on your ability to live the life that you desire. You are limited and distracted from fulfilling those commitments that will make a difference to you. And so by being selfish, you can better take care of yourself and then better take care of the people around you.
So now let's talk about it, right? I'm going to give you Tori's guide on being selfish. (laughs) The six steps you need to take to live a more selfish and happy and healthy life. Great. Let's dive in. Number one, be your biggest cheerleader. Sometimes we don't give enough thought to what we want and to what we need. We're all focused on what other people want, what will make other people happy, how other people will accept us. And we need to be our own biggest cheerleader, our own biggest hype girl. This is also one of my tips for improving your own self-worth and self-confidence is to hype yourself up. Be your own hype girl. Look in the mirror and tell yourself how great you are. Get in your own corner and treat yourself to something you really, really want. Get clear on your needs and then ask yourself, how can I fulfill those which we'll talk about in a second. But number one tip to be more selfish is to be your biggest cheerleader, to own your self-worth, to own who you are, and to hype yourself up at every corner, at every turn, every corner, whatever. You guys get it. (laughs) Tip number two, take some time out for just you, not for anyone else. Turn off your phone. Don't answer any emails. Don't take any phone calls. Don't tweet anything. Don't post on Instagram. Don't text anyone back, etc. Stop thinking about these other people. Find a time in your day that you can take just for you. Do whatever you want in that time, but take it just for you. These people are not going to disappear because you put them out of your mind for 30 minutes or an hour or however long you take for yourself. These people will not disappear, but you will be able to better approach these friendships and these relationships and these channels of communication because you took this time to be selfish, because you took this time just for you and not for anyone else. And that will make you more present. It will make you a better listener. It will give you better advice to give. And so much more. It's really great. Um, this for me is why I love going to the movies. I typically go to the movies once or twice a week, depending on a what's out in theaters and my schedule. Um, but I love it. As soon as I step into the movie theater, I turn my phone on airplane mode, not even on do not disturb. It is on airplane mode. It is great. I'm just there to focus on the story that's being told. And I'm not there to talk to anyone else. That time is strictly for me. I love going to the movie theater alone. Maybe for you, it's a workout class or going on a long walk without your phone or just, you know, making that intention to turn it off and put it in a different room. You know, whatever it is, take that time out for you and for you alone. So my third tip on how to be more selfish is to assess your needs and desires right now. What would make you happier, calmer, and healthier? and then observe those needs without judgment. And most likely, when you think about your needs and your desires right now, your first answer is not going to be, I need to rob Samantha, and I need to steal her car, and I need to take all of Samantha's money, right? Like, that's not going to be the need that you're looking to fulfill. Instead, it will probably be something like, I need alone time, or I need to work out, or I need to have time to journal, or I need to take a shower. You know, whatever it is that we've, you know, pushed off, we've pushed away to prioritize something or someone else, those are the needs and desires that are going to immediately come to your mind when you ask yourself that question. So observe your needs without judgment. Observe the first thing that comes to mind. Observe what you need and what you desire in this moment. And then step number four is to think about how you can fulfill those needs. How can you get that alone time to take that shower? How can you find time for a workout? How can you figure out how to fill those needs before anyone else can make you feel guilty about it? So 
Assess your needs and desires right now. What would make you happier, calmer, and healthier? And then think about how you can fulfill those needs. And then step number five is to not feel guilty when you do fulfill those needs. Because to make an omelet, you have to break a few eggs. You know, when you start prioritizing yourself, when you start putting yourself first, when you start fulfilling your own needs, when you start to take up space and do the things that fill you up and prioritize yourself, the people who are used to getting whatever they want from you will not like it. Don't let them make you feel guilty. You are doing nothing wrong by putting yourself first and by meeting your needs, whatever those needs are. And again, they're probably not going to be to rob Samantha, right? Samantha is not in this. This is about your needs and what you desire. And if that is alone time, if that is turning off your phone, if that is prioritizing different friendships and different relationships, whatever it may be, the people who are used to getting whatever they want from you are not going to like that. But you cannot let them make you feel guilty about this because you are doing nothing wrong and it is okay to be selfish in these moments. It is okay to meet your own needs. It is okay to have all these different ways that you are able to fulfill these desires. None of them make you selfish, but it's going to trigger other people. So again, to make some omelets, you have to break these eggs, but don't let it make you feel guilty. And then number six, the biggest tip of all is to just practice, you know, practice being selfish and practice more importantly, neutralizing the word selfish. Being selfish is not a bad thing at all. If you're listening to this podcast and it's resonating with you so far, you're already not a selfish person because you're like, hang on, I, maybe I do need to realize how to be more selfish. Being selfish is not bad. Prioritizing yourself and your self-care is not bad. Putting your needs first is not bad. Practicing this makes it easier so you can better reflect, better meet your needs the next time and better, you know, tell other people like it's not a bad thing that I'm selfish. It's not a bad thing that I have these other needs, but practice makes perfect, especially if it's not something that you're used to being able to do. Because like I said, you are already a good person. You are empathetic and thoughtful and altruistic, but if you're only extending those things to other people for the fear of being called selfish, the world is not going to be a better place and you're actually doing everyone in your life a disservice because you can't pour from an empty cup. And it's so important to remember too that you are your longest relationship. You are the only person that you will spend your entire life with. Put yourself first in order to fulfill the needs in that relationship. You have a relationship with yourself and you have the responsibility to meet the needs in that relationship and it is not selfish to do so. And I know that this can be really hard, which is why point number six is to practice because diet culture tells us to be small. You know, diet culture tells us to take up less space, don't be too much, make your body smaller, put everyone ahead of yourself so you're seen as generous and kind and smart and all these things. And you can be generous and kind and smart and still meet your own needs and still be quote unquote selfish and still put yourself first. So when we start to heal our relationship with food and shift our mindset and realize our true needs and start to fulfill them, it can be really, really uncomfortable. And this stirs up a lot of feelings of fear of rejection, fear of people rejecting us for being narcissistic or selfish or all of these words. But sometimes this rejection is 
necessary. When you emerge as the highest version of you and when you start to put your interests ahead of most other people, those people aren't going to like it, right? Remember, they're used to getting their way with you. They're used to being the number one priority in your life. And when you shift that attention away from them and back to yourself, they're not going to get it. They're going to prefer the version of you who meets all of their needs and none of yours. And so you have to decide You know, would you rather continue to play small to feel unhappy and to feel unworthy or would you rather face potential rejection but be rooted in your own self-worth and know that you are able to meet your own needs and it doesn't make you a bad person? You know, having your needs met is not selfish. Asking to have your needs met is not selfish. When your needs are met, whether by yourself or if you're able to prioritize yourself enough to ask to have your needs met, you are a happier and healthier person and you're able to move through life in a more confident, more generous, more kind-natured way. We often shy away from having our needs met and asking to have our needs met because we want to be this cool, chill girl that goes with the flow and has no emotions and can just brush things off easily, but that's not going to get us anywhere. And again, that's doing everyone in your life a disservice because when people see you start to be more selfish, when they see you start to prioritize your own self-care and yourself, they're going to feel inspired to do the same thing for them. So it's a ripple effect. It's a chain effect and being selfish is not bad, and that is all that I have for you today. I would love for you to think on this and to ask yourself, how can I meet my own needs today, this week, this month, and beyond? So that is all I have for you guys today. I would love it if you would take a second to uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star review, five-star rating, maybe write a review if you're into that. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at butmostlyeating, email me anytime, butmostlyeating at gmail.com, find me on my website, butmostlyeating.com, and I will talk to you guys next week. Have a fantastic week ahead, you guys. I love that this is on Monday, and I hope that you are able to be more selfish this week. Okay, bye. (laughs) 